0: When people, you know, they ask me, "What do you do for a living?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'm a flight attendant." Oh my gosh! And their eyes just light up. I'm like, "Oh," and like, you know, these these older women that ask me, "I've always wanted to do that." Mm -hmm. Oh, I've always wanted to be a flight attendant. And you know, I just, I kind of just nervously laugh because I'm thinking, "Oh gosh." You know, it's, it, the job has changed so much since, <laughs> since, you know, back in the days when yeah. it was still glamorous, <laughs> you <funny>. know, <laughs> and now it's just kind of like, oh, you know, the, the days where you're pushing almost 16 hours and you're just kind of over life and over everyone and over <laughs> your company.
1: it ain't all glam we know that
0: yes no it's not (laughs) so right now you are listening to debrief me and i am here with my dear friend charlotte (laughs) and my name is carisha and we are just going to walk you through a little slice of life of what it's like to be a flight attendant. Or, as some people like to call it, stewardess. Stewardess. You know, us stewardess. Or sky maiden. Sky maiden. Um, air, hostess, host, air hostess. Air hostess. Air mm, hosty. I like that one. I like that one too. Did Aussies use that one? Air hosty. Mm hmm. And, um, who else? Hostess
1: with the this.
0: Yes, that's, that's what I always like, too. That's
1: my personal, one of my personal faves. Garbage collector.
0: There you go. Babysitter. Therapist. <laughs> we wear many hats. Uh, you know, we do a little bit of everything on the plane. Um... But disciplining children is not one of them. Uh, Which I know a lot of parents would like us to discipline their children. But that is, that's just, um, you know, I think that's a little bit out of our job duties. That's right. It's above our pay grade, maybe. That's right.
1: I've had people try to pass me their baby Mm -hmm. so that they could go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. See,
0: I, I personally love that. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm usually the one you're the that's nice like one. <laughs> I'm usually the one that's like overly eager. I'm like, do you need help? Like if I see a woman like a, a a single or not a single but like a mother traveling by herself with her child. I'm usually the like overly aggressive one who's like I'm the mean one. I'm like if we hit turbulence and
1: I'm holding that baby, it could be a liability. Sorry, <laughs> but you're on your own <laughs>
0: No, but seriously, <laughs> I'm like, do you need help? Like, I seriously, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And I had one lady, she came to the back with her infant and she needed to use the lavatory. And she, you know, she expressed to me how she needed my help because I, I offered her help, you know, with her child, mm-hmm. um, while she went to the lavatory and I was like, oh, and I was reaching out, <laughs> just, like, with my hands out, like, ready to grab this baby. And she's like, um, when I'm ready to go, <laughs> then you can have my baby. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, you just reminded me of the
1: other title they put us in. <laughs> Babys- well, you already said babysitter, but Butler also, like,
0: just on call for everything. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, so you're, you're strictly on call. Um and you know reserve life always on call. our life is a a call. that's right <laughs> so if, if, for those of you who don't know, reserve life flight attendant is kind of like a resident, like a medical resident, a doctor like how how a doctor would be on call except for you don't have to surgically remove things that's right um instead, you might have to use a stethoscope or something like that but or, right. you know give CPR perform CPR in someone mm-hmm. because we are the the firefighters of
1: the sky the the EMTs of the sky as well
0: we are we are no scalpels though no scalp 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 okay Scalpels? <laughs> <laughs> oh. No scalpos or gauchos. No gauchos, scalpos, Anyone who shows up to my flight in gauchos, you're out of here. (laughs) I'm calling the captain. That's right. And you're done. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, Not on my watch.
0: (laughs) Absolutely not. So, Charlotte, I just want to ask you um, a few things about what it's like. What was your worst experience, Uh, you know, just being a flight attendant. You've been a flight attendant for four years now? That's right. Okay. So give your worst, stupidest experience.
1: Worst experience happened just recently. And it was only the worst because, well, because in part my own my own personality because I was taking someone's order and I was bending over to hear them better because they were in the window this is in first class Mm. and I'm taking meal orders and this man all of a sudden he bumped his arm into my butt Mm. kind of very
0: close like it was was it intentional you think there. it was intentional well i don't necessarily think it was sometimes intentional Sometimes it feels that way <laughs> you know it was
1: so awkward
0: okay. okay because
1: it almost pushed me over into the person Ugh. that i was taking that was sitting next to the person whose order is being taken and so i turn around and i'm like sorry and he's like sorry <laughs>
0: So it was kind of like this awkward interaction where you're just kind of like both kind of taking it back. like that it just happened or?
1: Yes. And everyone's looking at me and I'm trying to maintain my dignity and I don't, I just didn't feel very dignified.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, because I've had experiences where, you know, I am trying to hand someone a drink in first class it's Always in first class that this kind of creepy stuff happens. And the man will kind of grab my hand Mm -hmm. in a way like, okay, sir, you don't have to physically like (laughs) grope my hand in order to take your drink from me. That's right. (laughs) You know, I mean, either let me set it down on the tray table or just grab the glass. Right. But no, they have to make it, and they have to always give me like these, very creepy, like murdery eyes. Like Their eyes are just always wide open, like staring at you while I'm doing this. And mm-hmm. then they have to like graze your hand softly, slowly.
1: And you feel And it. it's a little bit moist and warm. It, it's
0: always so clammy. And you think to yourself, oh gosh, <laughs> why is your hand
1: so clammy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, these are the things that we think about on a daily basis. Why... Why are one Bravo's hands so clammy? <laughs> I mean...
1: <laughs> first things first. We'll get to safety checks in a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All jokes
1: aside, definitely there are some creepers on the airplanes.
0: Yes, and I'll notice, you know, when I'm in the middle of a service, because they're staring at me very intently, like they need something, Like, I know they're about to ask me for, like, you know, a cup of ice or, like, another cup of water or, you know, maybe, like, six more sugars for their coffee. But, no, No, they're just staring. And I ask them, oh, may I help you with something? After I already just served them a drink, may I help you with something? Very nicely. No. And then they get really embarrassed that they were just staring at me for ten minutes straight. And then they look down. (laughs) 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 Or sometimes they're just not discreet at all as far as, like, staring at my boobs or my butt. They're just, like, very openly, blatantly staring at my butt as I'm in the aisle. And obviously you have to bend over to get stuff from the cart. You know? Have you ever had any weird experiences like that? Well... You're like, well, there's so many, <laughs> so many of them. Where do I start?
1: I guess that it's sad to say, but it is Women's History Month. And historically, we know that being sexualized and, um, and being objectified is, has been a part of a female experience for so long that I unfortunately say, I hate to say this, but I feel that maybe I've become a little bit numb to it. Mm-hmm. Maybe on some levels I, I just, I've kind of just, I brush it off so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to, in order to get through your daily job duties. How else are you supposed to get through it? If you're trying to pay attention to and react to every man or woman's, you know, actions and behaviors toward you, how are you supposed to, I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't physically do our job and also be like this, women's rights activist well it's kind of the same way that I feel about any
1: kinds of um comments that I hear that perhaps don't sit well with me perhaps maybe I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't choose to say a lot of things that I hear said um, but and and I definitely would not you know sexually harass someone Mm-hmm. Um, but but I also how I how I deal with things is it's reflective of the fact that for me keeping my, my place of peace is key in my life. Mm-hmm. So for example, I might address something in a piece of writing, but never in the moment address it with a person who inspired me to write something Mm -hmm. that I think will reach more people anyway. Yeah. But that's just my way of dealing with, dealing with certain things. I'm never, I don't usually address things on the spot and I've been criticized by people for that, but I will address things in writing later. That's just my, that's the way that I handle it.
0: Right.
1: I don't think it's necessarily right or wrong. If we look at historically certain people who have addressed things in a different way, sometimes it's very effective. Look at Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. I don't know that she ever stood up to anybody uh, on, on a bus, but you know what she did?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, she did send on the bus. I <laughs> thought wine's kicking in. I didn't want to see
0: it. He was like, "Wait, wait." <laughs> Have all of my history cut that lessons part out. <laughs> yeah, cut that out? <laughs> Have all of my history lessons been wrong? Um, I wish I could delete that
1: statement. <laughs> this is what I'm about. We're
0: deleting things from our lives, and <laughs> Rosa Parks is not one of them.
1: <laughs> but all jokes aside, now had I said that correctly, what I meant to say was that. Rosa Parks addressed things in a certain way. She didn't argue with the, per- with the, the people who were sitting in the front part of a bus. Mm-hmm. She just said,
0: well, I'm going to sit here. She kindly made her statement. Right. In and a very she, respectful manner.
1: Politely, respectfully, kind. And she was very effective. Right, and effectively. And that, to me, is the most important part. Yes. So there are many ways to handle every situation in life. You don't have to tell every person, hey, don't. You know, you don't have to address everything on the spot. It's fine if you do, but if you choose to address it in a different way, that's your choice too. Mm -hmm. Some people write me too, uh, me me too hashtag posts. Some people say, you know, don't call me sweetie and whatever you choose to do that's your choice
0: yeah no i agree um i think it it translates over to really any aspect of a woman's life Mm -hmm. anything she's doing um i was just watching what's the reality show on own about um it's some reality show about somewhere in Texas, some real estate company. <laughs> Where basically um they're trying to have a business meeting. You know, women and men. It's it's all three couples trying to have their business meeting. Oh gosh, I need someone to Google this for me. But anyway, um so yeah, they're trying to have a business meeting and discuss what their goals are mm-hmm. as um as a company and as a group and they're all trying to be on the same page. Well, you know, one woman was expressing her concerns and a man interjects and says, "Okay, sweetheart." You know, "Oh, sweetheart." And she's like, "Don't do that. Like don't do not call me sweetheart." Mm-hmm. You know? because it's so condescending and it's like mm-hmm. just because you know i am a woman and i am trying to express my concerns like you are completely dismissing me because you know you can't stand to be intimidated or mm-hmm. i don't i feel like i just got, went off on a tangent um this is definitely the wine kicking in
1: No, you do. No, I mean what you're saying. Am I making sense? sense. Yes.
0: Okay. But yeah, you can't. You can't really. It's easy in this job, in this industry, to kind of shake off or laugh off any like discomfort or um, anything that really makes us feel inferior, like as a woman on the job, and anything that makes us feel like. Oh, well, it's just a man's world, and we're working in it, working for them, or whatever. Um, But, you know, in reality, you know, we do do have pilots, like, sticking up for us. And we do, you know, we do work with, like, very strong, like, feminist men who will vouch for us, and, you know, they're down to... Take off any, you know, passenger who decides and our company to be disrespectful. Will have our back as
1: well, I think that sometimes the issue is um, being comfortable yourself. Like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So let's just transition into my next question. What is your favorite part about the jet? I love the people that I meet. Yes. Everywhere. Everywhere we go, I meet
1: amazing people.
0: I agree. I feel like every flight we're on, I see so many different backgrounds and so many different just walks of life, if you will. Mm -hmm. And there's something new that I learn about, you know, every single city that we visit. Um. And I mean, not that that person is necessarily from that city. Maybe they're connecting and they're trying, you know, they're coming from New Delhi or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And you just, you learn, you hear about their stories and what they're experiencing, what they're trying to accomplish and what their goals are. Mm -hmm. And you just, you gain this new perspective about life. In general like what is the big picture here you know
1: mm-hmm absolutely Um. to bring a little spirituality into it and <laughs> <laughs> in the Bible talks about how in the last days everything's going to speed up mm-hmm. how fast have we has this world become through how quickly everyone gets the news how quickly everyone's connecting Mm -hmm. how quickly we're connecting on airplanes yeah how how much are things speeding up and I mean it's amazing it's it's amazing I think it was Andy Warhol who said in the future everyone will be famous
0: yeah
1: and we're seeing that we're seeing everything speed up Mm -hmm. and on the airplanes in this world And it's kind of an amazing time. It's an amazing time to be alive. It's an amazing time to be a woman. Mm -hmm. So definitely. um,
0: And I mean, you know, being based here on the East Coast, mm -hmm. you know, we're always experiencing, oh, you know, hurry up, hurry up and wait, hurry up and wait. You know, fight, fight to get on the shuttle, fight to get on that air train, fight for your spot on the subway car. You know, you're always having to run and constantly, you know, this and that. And it's kind of nice when you're on the longer flights to kind of sit and, I mean, not really relax, but you have time to reflect and you have some, you know, sometimes good conversations with people just right. talking about, I mean not only the passengers but your coworkers, mm-hmm. and you have time to reflect on what's important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what I like the most is you know really being able to connect with people and talk about like what do you think is important in this life?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or you know, yes, absolutely, absolutely.
1: I mean, it's a it's a very beautiful thing, in in so many ways. Many the conversations, but even just the simple things like, I I'll look out the window and notice the sunrise.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm
1: a- <laughs> it's a beautiful. Point.
0: <laughs> the seven eighty seven planes. How the windows, they, you know, we have the option to, darken this the windows.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some people will ask. They'll ring up their call bell and they'll ask, "What's up?" Pray late outside. That would be the sun. That's that's the sun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, yep. <yeah>. I always, <laughs> I always sadly close my window when people want me to close my window because I have an obsession with the sun. I have. I love the the sunrise in the sunset. You oh, know that because you yeah. follow me on Instagram. Yeah. I love the
0: sunrise. And I do too. I think you probably I'm, know that I already do. Right. You know, because I like to paint and mm-hmm. like my dad always, he loves painting sunsets. That's oh, like I one didn't. of his... I didn't know that, but that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I learned how to paint from my dad and, yeah. you know, he's always taking pictures of sunsets and that was like one of his favorite things. He would, he would buy these antique um hand saws and uh circular saws. I don't know like the technical name for them. <laughs> but um he was, you know, always painting sunset scenes on them. Mm-hmm. So I always I like to admire sunsets. Me too. Um,
1: so it always makes me sad when someone wants me to close my window. Because hey, the sun's coming up and I'm trying to sleep. Would you close that?
0: Yeah.
1: And of course I will, but
0: at the Sadly. same time we're like well, you know, uh, how half our life know, it feels like is spent on a plane and we're trying to um stick our head outside for like a second, a millisecond. <laughs> we just wanna experience life outside. I I just life outside. A plane. My, my feet. I'll do it. Uh, like like your you're left eye me. like near the windows like the tears like streaming down. <laughs> And he's, like, seeing, like, your furrowed brow on the right-hand <laughs> side. Just like, yeah, sure. Sure, sir. Oh, That is the never-ending story of my life. <laughs> usually, if I, you know, if I'm deadheading or something and I'm watching a movie, I'm usually crying and then trying to open up the window to, like, get a glimpse outside to, like, get some moment of happiness and it's like oh. too bright <laughs> so like blinded <laughs> like you shut it right away <laughs> damn it damn it and then I try and look for a crew member <laughs> and then we just like sh- you know shake or nod our heads like in unison like oh this flight's really dragging <laughs> <coughs> or you know Makes the same hand gestures and like put our hands up to our mouth and be like, Oh, we're so hungry. hungry." (laughs) Flight attendants are always so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) So, okay, what is your worst layover?
1: Worst layover Mm -hmm. was definitely when I fell asleep. Um, I drank a glass of wine and then I took a boat tour through what city was that I think it was in Venice yeah and I fell asleep because you know I'm so relaxed and I just worked so many hours mm-hmm. on a flight from the United States to Venice mm-hmm. I fell asleep and I missed the whole tour for the most part and these ladies are like, sweetie, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm okay. I just fell asleep because I just worked. And then I
0: really... I'm just an American trained to <laughs> survive in this world, okay? <laughs> Leave me alone. So I was just mortified.
1: And life goes on. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that's definitely flight attendant problems right there. Oh, life is hard. I'm in Venice. I just <laughs> drank a glass of wine. <laughs> having the time of my life, and it's just terrible, terrible experience. I was so
0: embarrassed <laughs> in Venice. <laughs> oh my god. I'm in Venice, I just had a
1: glass of amazing wine, and now I'm going to complain about it. <laughs> so, hey, don't judge me, all of you, in the, in the world. <laughs> now, what is your worst living experience?
0: Oh god. Um, Probably... Oh. <laughs> There's, I'm not. That is not like an evil laugh. Saying like, "Where do I start?" <laughs> it was more of like a laugh because there is okay. So I think it's comical in a sense because Fresno, California, you know, is um. Well, you know, I'm not trying to bash on Fresno at all by of any means. Um, but the hotel that they lay us over in, um, let's just say that the area is a little bit walking dead-ish. The vibes that I get <laughs> from it are very Uh-oh. dilapidated. Yikes. <laughs> um, I remember sitting up in the pool area and just looking over and these kids were walk- like. You know, they're trying to climb up the walk-up in this abandoned bank next door, or apartment building or whatever, and they're, you know, trying to get up there and smoke their joints (laughs) or whatever kids are doing (laughs) these days. Um, Tweens over there. 27 years old. I'm like, what are kids doing these days? I don't know. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. What are they doing? Um... (laughs) but i i was i was recording them i remember like taking a snap story of them i was like these kids these hood rats i love it they're breaking and entering I'm oh, <laughs> like encouraging this and they're looking over like hey we have a witness we got to get out of here and they're just like trying to you know, skedaddle out of that building. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm still recording. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Living vicariously through you <laughs> by myself. <laughs> um, another probably. Well, I mean, and Fresno, like, it's just, it's it's kind of sad, you know. Like after the uh, the housing market. Crashed, You know, it, it kind of seems like that their downtown area never really had a comeback okay. after that. And so you're kind of just seeing, like, the after effects from that event. I mean, so a you downtown. walk downtown, yeah, you walk downtown and it's like, like the storefronts, like, they're boarded up. And there's either the, you know, the for sale, for lease, for rent, signs are all up. Um, even when you go to the CVS, it's like, <laughs> the CVS is boarded up. You don't even know if that's open still. It's just a little sad. Mm. Um, but it was just, I was taking the pictures here and there. And I'm like, seriously, this is out of a Walking Dead set. I, I, yeah. Um, mm. and, and then we tried to have Mexican food for lunch. And it was probably like 11, 12, 12 p.m. And we just, as soon as we walk in, we sit down with these two ladies that were, and you know, clearly, like, spent all night and day gambling at the casino attached to our hotel, came into the Mexican restaurant, and they're like, you serve our her shots here. Oh. They're like wanting to go hard on some tequila <laughs> shots. What time was it? And ma'am, it is... Barely noon, noon (laughs) o'clock, and you were trying to slam tequila shots. Which, hey, you know, I will never, ever, you know, look down on anyone who tries to day drink because... Okay, anyway. Um, (laughs) Let's see, another awful experience was, uh, well, I made the mistake probably of, well, I don't know if it was a mistake or not. But I looked on TripAdvisor, so I was mm. like, what is this hotel like? I'm just, I'm curious. Let's just, let's take a gander. Mm. And, oh boy, there was a man <laughs> with like a thousand bug bites. Oh no. Yeah, this hotel is definitely infested with bed bugs. Yikes. Um, And so when I got my room, when we... Checked into our rooms. I immediately oh, really went and really checked fantastic. the beds. Mm-hmm. And definitely one of them was like stained. Like you could see the stains because bed bugs like leave like a, like a blood stain behind. Okay. Oh, right? And like you could see just like little black dots, like like the bed was infested. Yikes. Um it was just so gross. So disgusting. I like, just I just I called the front desk and like Please, please give me another room. I need it. Don't make me stay here. And then when I went downstairs, the lady said nothing to me. She just handed me my other key. Like she didn't want you know me to like say anything, probably in front of the other guests. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I just took my stuff. I feel like you should at
1: least got free breakfast for that.
0: Well, I think our our check in time the next day was very early. I think the best they have is probably a vending machine and a microwave. Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, I mean, because that's that's a creepy experience. I feel that. It
0: is. Well,
1: at least I, you were I've, gracious about it. Good on you. You're better than I.
0: So you're a beautiful single woman. Thanks. <laughs> Wait for dating, you know, at a new not a new bachelor, just a very, you know, cool, eligible fly bachelor. What is a deal breaker? What about if you land, like, say, you're traveling together on a fight and you're landing and they start clapping?
1: Mm, I like a guy that claps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ever really
1: me? I do I do okay. I think okay. that he's probably
0: because you think it's like like he's giving in he's, to his emotions he's enthusiastic about life <laughs> he's full of life he's carefree he's carefree he's
1: he's not too concerned with the opinions of others he can be himself okay. Okay. confidence okay in in a person that claps to me I see confidence I see willingness to be open I see okay. willingness to be vulnerable okay If you're too, if you're too bogged down by whatever to clap upon landing, if if you want to clap, which as a disclaimer, I don't clap, (laughs) but if you clap, I'm be a little impressed. I'm like, you're, you're brave because I know full life and loving life and you're not ruined yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're not jaded. You're not, The jadedness has hit you, of,
1: right? Because children are like that. Children are just—they are the children are just like oh
0: yeah, they're happy and carefree. But it's like to me, I love it. I think that's great. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. but what if what if he is more of a child in a way that he's like? Well, I feel like
1: there's not aware. Difference. There's such a difference between <laughs> being immature, yeah, and then being like still carefree and a big kid in a sense oh yeah there's such a big there's such a big difference in those two things
0: no I agree
1: and so I like a person who is carefree confident yeah to me that's that's a beautiful thing
0: it is no I definitely agree okay
1: Um, a deal breaker would be being rude
0: to your flight attendant okay that that was that was my next question so you're it's it's the beginning of service you're sitting next to him and he asked the flight attendant for a tomato juice, a seltzer, a coffee, and a sprite. Four drinks? Four drinks. I would look at And, say, and oh. a cup of ice.
1: <clears throat> say, look, you're getting away with a lot right now.
0: <laughs> okay? I look at him and say, Listen that. here, boy. Like, on behalf of
1: our lovely flight attendant, you may be hot, but nobody's that hot.
0: Okay? You're getting away I, I with would, a lot. I would stand up. <laughs> I would get in his face and shake both of my fists. <laughs> and I would say, You're fucking embarrassing me right now. <laughs> You're getting fist, away with
1: a lot. Fist in okay. air. I don't care if you're
0: the hottest man in the world. you can't be doing all that uh, no us? no no come on if I see if I see an you know a bachelor that's looks like he just came out of you know GQ magazine and he's asking me for a coffee with a cup of ice and you know a cup a of a cup of milk like milk excuse me first of all the milk on
1: our flames we get one tiny container for the whole flight are you well going not to only that aspen?
0: not only that but can your body physically digest all of, all of those hormones and proteins that are going on in in that milk substance probably not i you know I wonder about it, and and people are asking for almost two cups of milk sometimes. A lot. They're asking a lot, and you and know, people ask
1: for it for the Our children. milk is not
0: refrigerated; it it has shelf life, like it, you know, it it's supposed to last for a while. Um, but you know, to those people, it you know, take a guy that is. That seems attractive. And then he's, you know, he's asking me for an IPA and a salsa and a freaking and a coffee with milk and sugar. A coffee with milk and sugar. A coffee regular milk and sugar. No, but no. Just no. But let me fill up your water any day. <laughs> I'll fill up that.
1: I mean, <laughs> I'll give you whatever you want with a smile. And then
0: you hand me over your camelback and I will fill that baby up.
1: (laughs) In my mind, I think
0: to myself, (laughs) who raised you? Wolves? I know. Clearly. (laughs) Wolves is right. Clearly the wolves. Um, all right. So (laughs) what about if he can't stop? He's sitting in first class. You're sitting in first class. He can't stop ringing the call bell.
1: Well, what's Adelio? Is he having a problem?
0: He's, (laughs) um, like, he's sitting in the window, and he just, he doesn't want to get up. So he rings his call bell every uh, 20 minutes or so because he wants snacks from the (laughs) mid-galley. He's just like too, he feels too exhausted to like get up. So he asks you for like a Bailey's on on the rocks and like fruits and snacks from the mid-galley. Well,
1: and I'm I'm with him or or I'm a flight attendant you're
0: with him yeah this is the guy you're dating
1: well you know I mean it would depend upon the situation I would hope that this would be not something that would happen every flight (laughs) look I can be I can be quite the handle myself are we okay over there (laughs)
0: How are we doing? We just almost had a casualty <laughs> with a wine glass and a tooth. But we will continue with our conversation. Okay. What about you? Would you? How would you handle that situation? I, I would be so embarrassed. I would personally get. I would say to them, um, you know, I think your legs are still working. In working order so you know maybe oh you know you, did you know that blood clots uh <laughs> form if you sit for a long time did you know that blood clots form in your legs i think it's a good idea to stand up <laughs> maybe take a walk
1: That's for a good way to handle to it. it because you know you're bringing light to the truth you're educating him on something that could be helpful to him in the future who knows that's true. You okay. might have some kind of predisposure to, uh, you know, who knows? You could be, you could be preventing a stroke, for all you yeah. know. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. Now what if we you, are saving lives every that, single? That's right. Now what if you're
1: on vacation? You're going on vacation with your boo. Yeah. And come to find out, your seats are not together. Hmm. It's an eleven-hour flight. Mm. He goes up to the flight attendant mm-hmm. during boarding mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and begins to address the issue. He had, he doesn't understand. We have nothing to do with that's flight attendants. <laughs> and he says, "Look, I, I, I when I booked this flight." We were seated next to each other. I don't know what happened. I'm in I mean, I just don't comedy. understand why we're not sitting together. She's in eight, Bravo. We both have middle seats. What can you do for us? It's yeah. a full flight. I know yeah. it's a full flight, but what can you do for us? Because we're not sitting apart. Oh. Okay, so now. You're Am sitting, I witnessing sit- this? Yes, you're oh, okay, witnessing, I'm witnessing this. this. You're witnessing oh, this. Oh God. What oh. is your thought? Are you?
0: My first thought is to personally go to the flight attendant and say. I'm so sorry. <laughs> First of all, um, second of all, if you need anything, I'm gonna be an eight. I go. <laughs> Good, I am chef. fully equipped to assist in the need of a medical emergency or evacuation. <laughs> um, second of all, I mean, third of all, whatever. Um. I would turn to the guy and just kind of like give him like a motion, like, come with me, mm. come this way, <laughs> and just like remove him from that situation. The plane. I, would by myself. Take, I would take him to our seats or I would take him to the back of the plane, and like my finger would just like beat in his face. <laughs> and it just be like never ending, like finger like <laughs> pounding. <laughs> Like, like a (laughs) centimeter from his eyeball. What do you think you're doing? You're an abomination to this entire world. (laughs) And then, I would say, I don't want to sit next to you anymore. This entire flight. As a matter of fact, no more buddy passes. You're off my benefits for the rest of the year. And I don't want to see you or look at you. Don't even look at me. Don't even talk to me. Don't even breathe my way for the rest of the flight. Return to your seat, sir. This is my flight now. This is my birthday vacation, but this is also my flight. Don't
1: make me laugh so hard. I have to pee.
0: So that's what I would say, honestly. I mean, like, you know, like, no big deal, but, like, that's what I would say. Uh, all right. I would say the same. Yeah, yeah. You would second that. All right, good. Um, What if... He, he's sitting in first class, all right? And now, so you're not dating at this point. Mm-hmm. Right now he's a passenger. You're a working, wor- busy working woman, yes. flight attendant. You know, you're making eyes throughout the flight. He leaves his number on a napkin, okay? So... Mm-hmm. From now you're like, all right, it's on. Like you tell him where your layover is. You know, he's he's coming to find you. Like you guys, you guys have made plans to meet up. Yeah? Alright, so you're into him. Like he's he's looking sexy, he's looking fine. He is like the businessman, like he is he is top, top notch. Okay. So you land. And he is sitting at one Bravo, but his bag is at eight Charlie because he got an upgrade, okay? Mm-hmm. And he did not move. He was unable to move his bags. Okay. All right, so now everyone's is deplaning, and he wants to hold up all of boarding or deplaning because he has to get his back. He has to be the first one off of this flight. And what do you do? Is that a turnoff? Is that a deal breaker?
1: Well, what's the dealio? Does he have a, a close No, connection? no.
0: He's just like, literally, like, he wants to, like, meet up with his frat bros. Like, get drunk. Get, like, a, maybe a little bit high. <laughs> to, like, reminisce on old days. Like, old times sake.
1: Well, I would probably say, you know, you may be beautiful and everything, however, calmer. <laughs> you are in a bulkhead seat, sir. <laughs> there are no spaces for your bag underneath the seat in front of you. Yeah. There's no space under the seat in front of you because yeah. there is no seat in front of you. Yeah. So moving forward. I want you to suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah. You're no, going no, to no, have no, to no. But you guys are leaving. Bag.
0: You guys, like, you guys have already landed. Like, you guys have already landed in Seattle. Okay. Like you're like, oh, I'm gonna show you a good time. Like you told him all throughout the flight, I'm gonna show you a great time.
1: I've never done that. I've never show someone a good
0: time. All right, but like, but but like, say you're (laughs) really hitting it off with like this guy, and then you land, and like everyone's trying to leave, and he's trying to like, I like
1: people with. He's
0: like he's like shoulder checking people to try and get to his bag.
1: Well, he better stop that because. Is that a deal breaker for you, though? Yes, it is because I like men who act like men. I like adults.
0: Yeah. Like, it's so unattractive, right? It's, well, I don't like, I just
1: don't like rudeness of any kind. I mean, if you, like, any
0: impatience ever is, like, so unattractive to me. I
1: mean, being impatient, I have my moments with it. We all have our moments. Sometimes I can be impatient myself.
0: I can but be so impatient. Same. I'm sure I'm like ridiculously can. impatient.
1: Well, that's honest. That sounds like an honest statement.
0: But I will say that
1: it's very attractive when someone can be patient. I like a patient man. Mm-hmm. So for a man to be highly impatient over something like that, yeah. to me, I understand we all have our moments, but there's nothing, there's nothing I can do if you left your bags in the back of the airplane and you're in the front and we're... We have landed. You know, the protocol is simple. You have to wait to grab your bag. Yeah. There's no getting around that. And to me, um, maturity, patience, these things are our virtues. Yeah. If you are a man, you should appear as
0: one. <laughs> I would hope so. You know, it's like, I feel like a man... Just tries so hard to like put forth this facade that he's like keeping it together, and he's so masculine, and he's got his shit figured out. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as that <laughs> as that plane lands, and that that, that 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 ding <laughs> that ding chimes. He loses awesome. all of his cool and he just flies out of his seat cool hmm. and he grabs his back oh well they can't open the door the jet bridge can't connect to the door now he's standing for 25 minutes with his bag in hand looking like a complete idiot and that to me is a deal breaker Folks. All right. So, (laughs) now I just want to transition into, um, so, basically, I am going to be a pilot. (laughs) I'm a male pilot, okay? (laughs) Imagine me with just, like, a complete Dorito shape, like, Torso, like (laughs) the chip. Yeah, yeah. Like my my torso is like a Dorito, and I'm just like macho, but like I have the face of like Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So yeah. So I am your first officer. Okay, you're the lead flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, all right. Um. Hi, I am Charlie. I'm your first officer today. How hi, are Charlie. you? I'm doing great, thank you. Oh, you're very attractive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very unprofessional of you, but okay, thank you.
0: I just, like, I can't help but notice, like, your legs. (laughs) They're just, like, so long and beautiful. And, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, like, I just, I had the greatest time with my wife and kids the other day. Like, we were, like, having a blast. like.
1: (laughs) Now you're talking about my legs.
0: But also, like, you're very attractive. Like, I just, like. Can you, like, step into the flight deck for, like, a second?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not.
0: Oh, okay. Um, but could you, like, I was just, like, I have this, uh, freaking Tupperware, like, full of, like, I, like, my wife, like, cooked this for me. Could you, like, pop that in the oven, like, after takeoff and, like, warm it up for me? Sure, why not? Okay. And then, like, put this, like, paper over it and, like, you know, just, like, uh, like, I also, like, if you could, like, squirt some lime juice in there. You got like, it. Like, lime juice would be great. And, um like, if you have a little bit of pepper, like, just put that on it, like, right before you give it to me. Like, that would be awesome. Thanks. <laughs> I like your... You as a man is interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to use straight so over here. <laughs> okay. And see. I can't. I can't without that anymore. Um, yeah. I had a, I, I, honestly, like I had a first officer ask me that. He's like, can you put this in the oven and like, I'm so, God, I'm
1: so like, transactional with the pilots. Yeah. I'm just like, what can I get for you? Right.
0: Like, Would you like to
1: eat before or after right. my service? So and I do that on purpose because I i am kind of, I don't want to leave the, I don't want them to think, I, want, I, I don't want to leave any margin for error with them for them to think that I'm anything but what I am.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So... Because they can be, they can get creepy quick sometimes.